0: Live. This is Sandra Keys, and you are listening to Keys to the Kingdom at T25CL.com, your all encompassing entertainment website. On that website, you can purchase independent films and independent music. We have some of the most talented uh, independent directors and um, artists. So please check us out on t25cl.com for your viewing and uh, listening pleasure. Also, there is a 24/7 radio station that plays everything on one platform. Some of the best music out out there. I'm talking gospel. I'm talking R&B. I'm talking jazz, classical, reggae. Everything thrown into the mix like a gumbo. So check out. T25CL.com, and also every night at 7.30, there is a talk radio. So please check us out. We have some great topics that are discussed all throughout the week so at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time and 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, uh, let's get down to business. I'm still waiting for my caller. Let's see if she is here. Uh, hold on one second. Hello? Hello, Charlie? I'm here. Okay. I was just getting ready to introduce you, so just hold on, okay? Okay. All right. We're, we have an interesting topic on tonight. Um, we're going to talk about women and their financial stability in the event that they, uh, well, we'll have cert- several scenarios, but in the event that they are to lose a husband. And I have personal knowledge of this, and so does my guest which uh, has made trying to help women uh, be financially secure as part of what she does, what she's passionate about, but also her ministry. Um, with me today is a Charlie Bilbo, and she is a financial consultant, uh, and I'm going to let her tell her story, but please do call in if you do have a story that you wanted to share. Uh, we hope that this will go in all sorts of directions, just women who are in transition, who need financial help, who need dating help, all sorts of stuff I hope to touch on on this evening. Okay, Charlie, so tell us, how did you become the um, financial consultant, and tell us what has made you passionate about this uh, ministry?
1: Uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you so much, Sandra, for having me on, and um, I am so glad that uh, there's a, a radio talk show that allow people like me to come on and um, express, you know, our gifts and talents, and just sharing something that we're passionate about. And Amen. Um, hello to everybody, and thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Bilbo, and um, I am a wisdom coach. First of all, I would like to say so. Everywhere I go, I'm always speaking wisdom to, you know, people who I meet, and, and I also receive uh, wisdom from different people. And along with that, I'm a licensed financial educator. Uh, I uh, became an educator advisor, licensed four years ago. <clears throat> On September 3rd, I lost my husband. Uh, abruptly after he had taken me and my daughter out uh for a movie and our last dinner together. At that time, I didn't know that it was going to be my last dinner with him. Uh, When we returned home, he wasn't feeling well. And for the first time, he said that he wanted to go to the hospital. He wanted the ambulance, actually. So I called an ambulance, and they came and got him. But to my surprise, you couldn't have never told me or made me believe that this man who I had been married to for 23 years and in business with for 25 years, that he was not coming back. And when that happened, the bottom fell out.
2: Yeah.
1: We had been in business for 25 years. I was a stylist and he was a barber. And during that time, I had always asked the question, what should I do with my money? We had, a, we had actually a $10,000 a month lifestyle. And at that time, I was bringing in about $7,000 a month. And when he passed, all of that, it was like the treadmill broke.
2: Yeah. And
1: um, that $7,000 a month income that I had went down quickly to $600. I was mm. not able to grieve. I didn't know what I was going to do and we were underinsured. Yeah. I had I had been with my insurance agent for seventeen years and I was never educated on exactly how much insurance did I need and in the event that we were uh business partners, how much insurance I needed on my business partner just in case right. something happened to him. So um so it was a lot of things that happened. Um one thing, I lost, we had three homes. I lost three homes, lost my business, lost my car, And but most of all, ladies, I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, the, the main thing was I lost my peace of mind. I lost my peace of mind, and people really, you know, don't understand that, what that's about on that level of significance until they walk in them shoes, and People say they're going to be around and they're going to help and they're going to support, but uh, how soon and quickly you find that dissipate as well. So you find yourself out there alone and not knowing what to do and because I had been a business owner, I really didn't know what to do. So after that, I went into uh, financial literacy. I became a life insurance agent my husband died September 3rd, 2012, December 25th, Christmas of 2012. I started studying for my life insurance license because catastrophic events are going to happen to us all. Catastrophic events are going to hit everybody home. There is not one home that will not be missed. Everyone is going to experience a catastrophic event. But what you don't want to experience is the um, what you don't want to experience is the wrecking ball effect the wrecking ball effect is what the wrecking ball effect is what hit me and I knew that if God allowed me to experience that wrecking ball effect that it was for a reason yeah, yeah. It, it 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 was it was for a reason that I had to experience that wrecking ball effect. And for so long, I had been following God. I had been in church uh, at that time for seventeen seventeen years, fully committed. Yeah. And I had always relied on God, and but I was always trying to make things happen. I was always pulling from different things. I was always trying. Uh, different avenues to bring in resources income and um what happened was when uh my husband passed away it was like the the god unplugged the treadmill i no longer right. had that treadmill to run on
0: right and now 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 tell me because we do get so cuz you you were obviously the you were in a you were in a marriage but you were bringing in more than your husband. That's right. Right. That's right. And so with that comes a lot of responsibility, probably stuff that he should have been taking on, you were taking on. So. Right. Ex-, ex Yeah. And so um, we get so used to bearing the brunt of things, kind of – Things afloat we don't think about the what if this happens and the rug comes out from us because we're so busy hustling trying to keep everything afloat trying to have a good life that exactly. we're not thinking that this person is ever going to go away and right. so and, and in your case and in your case it was a total total surprise he wasn't uh as far as you know uh deathly ill or anything sick You guys just had gone to a movie, gone out to dinner, and he asked you to call an ambulance, and then he was gone. So 23 years that you have known with this person was gone, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, just like that. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, yeah. And so you found yourself not, you said you were underinsured, basically.
1: I was was underinsured, Sandra. I had a $10,000 policy. I had a $10,000 policy, and I was paying over $100 a month for a $10,000 policy. And now that I'm uh, a financial counselor myself, uh, he was 63 years old. He was, he was actually 64 when he passed away. I could have afforded a lot more than
0: $10,000. Anybody... any. Look, unless you're living in a hut, everybody needs more than ten thousand dollars worth of insurance. It's uh, right. it, uh, the average funeral is six to seven thousand dollars, and that's not including uh, the burial cost or anything. Okay. That's a whole other thing. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's not the flowers. That's not paying for uh, the minister that comes in. So. People don't want to think about this because we're so busy going through our lives, and I know black people especially, uh-huh. we are notorious for not wanting to buy insurance. We'd rather, excuse me, call up the church members and try to scrounge, or family members, and try to scrounge up money that way to try to pay for our loved ones. Um yeah. This that this experience I know was really traumatic for you, and I have to say you are very very um anointed and i and I just wanted to say this before i before I lose my train of thought uh you said that you were a stylist for anybody who was coming on late, and her husband was a barber um she um had a knack of making you feel so good. I don't care what kind of mood you were in when you came into her salon. she always made you feel like you were worth it, like you were a million bucks, you felt comfortable talking to her. And I'm saying that because I'm not comfortable with talking to everybody, especially about my business. But she was always, always complimentary, always just encouraging. And so for that, I just want to thank you because I've seen what you have gone through, but I see where God is bringing you also. And so for that, I just thank God for that. And you do have a ministry because, like you said, you were caught off guard. For me, oh. I had the same experience except my husband was sick for a while and I did have insurance. I didn't have as much as I, want, as I did have because I lost my job. And so I had to let some insurance go. And I think now, had I still had that job, I would be sitting pretty good right now. But I didn't. But I did. I have, but I did say, but I did have some, so I didn't have to worry about the funeral cost or, or anything else like that. And so, your message to women
1: uh, is what? My message to women is take care of whatever is relying on you. Right. Remember, take care of you.
2: Because at right. the
1: end of the day, everybody comes to you, everybody relies on you. They rely on you to have the answers to to whatever problems they have. They actually use you as their listening board, and right. um, they don't necessarily hear you because you seem to be always moving and, and have everything everything always look like it's in your favor Not because a problem, but yeah, yeah. uh uh-huh. you are a uh, a God led woman and and it's just. They don't see that you're hurting, too. They don't but it's, see. Right.
0: And you are hurting. And in some cases, they don't see that you're doing way too much.
2: You know exactly. what I'm
0: saying? Exactly. Uh, I think that a lot of women, and I don't know about white women because they seem to be okay in in the cases that I know of, but a lot, and some black women, too. But a lot of us black women, we're bearing too much of what they should be doing. And as a result, stuff gets gets pushed back because it's like, like you said, you're on a treadmill. You're always on that treadmill to make it work, to make him happy, to make your kids happy. Try to keep bringing some money in. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. And so you, now just tell me this, were you feeling a little Because the grieving process is a whole lot of emotion. Was there any time where you were angry or disappointed that he didn't do his part to make sure that you were okay once he was gone?
1: To be honest, Sandra, I was angry with myself.
2: Hmm.
1: I was angry with myself because I never had the ability to say no. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's women's, the biggest the biggest pitfall for a woman is not knowing how to say no I agree I you agree. know we mm-hmm. just and, and to keep the confusion down, we keep going and we keep doing and um we just don't know how to say no and and well, I think that's a learned behavior that's not something yeah. you know that's something that's you have to remember. People recognize the gift in you before you recognize the gift this is in true. you. This is People true. recognize that you can handle things that you didn't think that you could handle, but they already recognize it. And so they put it on you. They put themselves in your backpack. Right. And, and they ran. don't and they won't and they don't let go.
2: Right.
0: Right. And that and is so,
2: our fault. That is our you, fault. You're exactly that, right.
1: That, Yes, that's our fault, but it also comes with maturity and it comes with wisdom. And I think every woman will learn that sooner or later, that to say no is okay. No is actually a powerful word and no is actually a good word because you're standing up for yourself. At the end of the day, I had to say, I I had to acknowledge to myself that it was my fault. I had to, you know, before you can begin to heal, you have to acknowledge what part did you play in it? Play
0: in it. That is true. I agree with you 100%. I agree with
2: you, know, you
1: 100%. So I can't, yeah. I can't put the blame on him or anyone else. What part did I allow? Because yeah. in there somewhere, I could have easily said, no, you got to pull your weight. You know right. what I'm saying? But. What we do, we handicap. When you don't say no, you handicap the people around you. And it's not that they end up that they just appreciate you handicapped. They end up not liking you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe that there is some resentment. Yeah, that comes on their part with having um, a strong woman. But are we really strong, or are we just survivors?
1: i think i I think we're strong um because we have to be, and mm-hmm. I think it's uh that we're raised to be and uh because women mature so much faster than men uh right. we're already groomed to be uh what is perceived to be a strong woman, so right. we actually become Mrs. America to everybody,
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And and um, why is and not only that we stay in it and we and we do everything we can do for the family, hoping that they will catch on and that they will step up and do their their part. Right. But what is wrong with that scenario?
1: Uh, because you end up handicapping them as well. Yeah. Because instead of being a instead of being um someone that they, that you know, you be a woman that they want to be like, uh, they resent you as well because right. they they see you as that they want you to say no. They right. see the struggle that you're having, but they just want to see you stand up for yourself and say that it's okay because in the end they turn out to be you. Mm. They turn mm. out to be you and not because they want to be, but it's what it's the movie role that's played in their life for eighteen years,
2: right? Right. You know. Yeah. So
1: I I I think that that's how it all how how that end up you know how that plays and then for our male children our male children end up becoming um, they lean on a woman. They,
0: yeah. Why? They, and that,
1: this is this is um. This is serious,
0: because it does seem like there are a lot of men, and I get that women do have a role to play, but it shouldn't be the dominant role and I, and i I don 't know, I just really believe it is the men, and it is this is true their responsibility that make, to make sure that the household is running, that they are doing the majority of the stuff, not you. Like mm-hmm. you did, not me. That, that's okay. been our role. They should have been stepping up to do that.
2: Yeah. And
0: uh, they didn't. And even in death, like I'm the one that made sure that I was okay. You know what exactly. I'm saying? He
2: didn't exactly. do that.
0: I was the right. one that made sure I had insurance just in case. And I'm glad I did. And I had a very knowledgeable insurance woman because I was saying, well, I, I forgot. I said I asked her something dumb. She was like, "Well, you're. I'm gonna make you the owner of the policy." I said, "Why? You know, he's he's the he's my husband. He should be the." She said, "No. She said if if you got if he passes away, you guys separate, you guys divorce, you whatever. You're the owner of that policy. Ain't nothing they can do to take that money away from you." And she mm-hmm. was dead on on that. And when I think about that, because she's older, she was an older woman then, and she's older now, and I think she's probably, I believe she has Alzheimer's now. I wish I could just call her and thank her for walking me through that. And she also told me, because at the time I had a really great job, and um, I bought insurance for everybody in my family, but I didn't buy insurance through her for me, separate from my job. I said, oh, no, I have insurance on my job. Well, she mm-hmm. said, "Well, that's a mistake. You should still have one outside." And I didn't purchase it, and I wish I had a it because it's so expensive now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the insurance that I had, I couldn't, I can't even afford it now that I had on my job. I had to let that go. So mm-hmm. she was smart at telling me that, but I was dumb and not uh, and not moving on her recommendation. So mm-hmm. for women, if you're in a situation where you're the head of house, we're not the head of household, but you're the breadwinner and it doesn't seem like your husband's on things, or some husbands are just totally against life insurance, um, just make sure that if they're not handling that part of your household, the business, because that's all in taking care of you, then you make sure that you do it. And even if you can't afford a big policy, at least get enough. Enough so you don't have to go to your family, his family, or whatever to bury that individual. Um, You might have something different to say since you're in that business, but I'm saying this. This is just from my perspective. At least have enough where you can bury somebody. What do you say about that?
1: I I I totally agree. I totally agree because at the end of the day, you have you you everyone. If they haven't, they will get a chance to experience what a family, when the, uh, the person that everybody has come to, everybody has, you know, and that person leaves, it seems like that entire legacy is lost.
2: Right,
1: right. It, it, get, it, it gets lost by the wayside because it's like, you know, Big Mama. You know, right. Big Mama had everybody, and Big right. Mama had policies on everybody, but right. once Big Mama, you know, left, then everything else leaves as well. So yeah. I think it's something that yeah. um, you definitely. Uh, first of all, self preservation is first. If you don't have an insurance policy on anybody else, you definitely have it on yourself first. Yeah. You know, because you know, you know each one of your chi- children, or siblings. How much they rely on you, what you do for them,
2: right?
1: And making you can make anybody a beneficiary, but I think right. um, it's just your it's just your gift to them that you no longer physically will be there, but you right. left them leave them something that they right. can continue to move forward. You know right. that, Right. you know. So I think you do yourself a disservice. When you, um, when you don't do that um, right. because they, don't, they, they, they can't talk to you. There's nothing there. Right. And so you've created something, but you didn't complete it.
2: Right.
0: So I'm going to move on to the grieving process. So um, you were you were caught in a predicament where you didn't have all your funds that you needed, really. Um, right. And and then mentally you're a mess because your, your husband of 23 years is gone uh, unexpectedly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what is that like? What is, can you explain what – because I know there's different phases in the whole grieving thing. Um, explain how you went through it and processed it. I was
1: shocked. I, yeah. I, was, still, I, I was still shocked. I was scared. I was scared. I, for the first time in my life, I really felt like I did not know what to do. And yeah. when I lost my business and I lost, you know, my home, when I really lost my peace of mind, I had my, it was just, you know, me and my daughter and then my sister. You know, I hmm. had a few close relatives, you know, that still, you know, hung in there with me. But at the end of the day, in the I couldn't grieve. Right. I, I couldn't grieve comfortably
2: right. because
1: I was left with this financial burden that I didn't know how I was gonna make it. I felt yeah. like I was I felt like I was eighteen years old again and I had yeah. just left my mom's house. That's how I felt. Yeah. I felt you know, but this time leaving I'm forty seven years old. Right. And all of the things that I had been running for and and everything that I had grown to believe was now a lie. Right. So I I, I couldn't grieve right, you know. And so in 2014, I was in a uh, a car accident, and I lost my car. Yeah. Because, again, insurance plays a part in that because when I lost, I I couldn't afford the insurance. Right. So I lose my car. It wasn't my fault, but, of course, it's my fault. You know, according to the insurance carrier, uh, right. but I, for fifteen months i didn't have no transportation and this is when i really this is when my grieving process started. It took till uh, January seventeenth and 2014 is when I started to grieve because for the first time, I had no transportation right. I had no source of being able to get out and Get anything to make one and one make two.
2: Right. It wasn't
1: making two. It was nothing. I was stuck in a house in an a, in a, in an apartment, and I had no transportation. For the right. first time, I felt claustrophobic. I felt I really felt my peace being compromised. And yes, was I mad at my husband? I was mad.
2: I was yeah. mad at
1: him, and I was mad at me, and I was mad. Why did you leave so early? Why did you leave? Why you didn't tell me? You know, so right. all kind of things started to play in my mind. And not only did I lose my husband, my mother died.
2: Right.
1: I lost eight family members. I, I lost my mother. I lost my best friend. I lost two aunts. And then I lost my grandparents three weeks apart. And then I lost a young barber who I had start who was uh who had be- began to uh, cut my hair, right. I lost him, too, you know, unexpectedly. So I knew being in uh, sharing financial literacy and education uh, to people, they needed to know this because I was losing all of the people who knew me before I knew me.
2: Right.
1: So I knew. So now I'm in, I'm really in a grieving you know, situation, and it was scary. You yeah. Know, to be honest with you, it it is still scary. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but what I learned was uh, things don't last always.
2: That's right. That's right. That's
0: right. Wow, and I know just by seeing you that things that you seem to be um, doing a whole a whole lot better uh, since the, since the last time, um, what now let's talk about moving forward. Um, moving forward, um, as far as dating and stuff, what are you looking for? Are you ready to do that yet?
1: Well, for the last four years, I haven't dated. Um, actually, I was, I was scared of dating. Um, and I feel like um, I'm not sure. I'm just going. I, I'm. 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 I'm still taking it slow because my main thing, right? My main focus right now is to make sure that my financial house is is taken care of. I know right. emphatically things happen unexpectedly and unaware at a, being a, being unaware to different things happening, and and people don't last forever. So right. you know, my main focus is 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 really to make sure that my family is protected. I, I would love to date. Uh, uh, companionship is very important to me, um, right? But not distraction.
2: Right. I'm not looking. Okay. I'm
1: not. I'm not looking for the distraction to take me off of this uh, this road that God has me traveling on right now. Right. So right. um, that whoever it is, whoever. That 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 special guy is um, basically we probably be doing the same type of business and he probably would have experienced some things similar to mine. So I I I to be honest, I just really don't know. You oh, okay, know, but I'm but just
0: wondering point. if you had visualized that or have you, you know, decided what you're not going to deal with, what what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Because as we yeah. age, you know what we're not going to deal with going forward since we dealt with a lot. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, him, a man really being independent in who he is and being comfortable comfortable with who he is and having his stuff together. Because what I learned during these last four years is that God has me. Uh, My reason, my whole perception of what I looked for uh, being a young woman uh is totally different now. I'm not right. looking for someone that I need to lean on um, that uh that he has to have all of this stuff or whatever, but he right. definitely has to be uh he has to be secure within himself and have some things going on. He has to know who he is because I definitely know who I am. Right. Right. And him, you know, he he being comfortable, being okay with I'm comfortable with me I'm not looking for nobody. I don't need nobody that I need to move in with or I'm looking for a marriage proposal you know quickly or whatever i I, I mean I've been there, done that. I know what it is to be a wife, and I know the responsibility of being a wife um, right don't have don't have a problem with that but um right now i'm on a I'm on a whole another i'm moving um god forward right now. right right.
0: Now, question: Are you open to dating other races?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm open to. You know, God surprised me with so much. Now I, I can't say yes and I can't say no. You know, um, uh, I'm. I it, it, that's something we have to see. But I, I, I don't know. You know. Uh, <laughs> Four years ago, I probably would have told you no, but mm-hmm. I don't. I I don't know. Oh, okay. To be
0: honest. Okay. No, I I just asked that question because I had this conversation with this um uh, lady who is black a couple of weeks ago, and she's all into these black causes, you know, um all this black power stuff, and that's all well and fine. But when she said she don't want to date nothing but white guys, I I was taken (laughs) aback. I was was like, how can you be all down with all the black causes? You know, Uh genocide, uh, uh, gentrification, and all this stuff. And and then you talk about you ain't trying to date no brother. I don't see how that computes. And (laughs) then she has to say what she was looking for. And I said, and I thought that was really... Sad because it was like you were just mixing black men and saying they can't provide me with a good life, with a good retirement life. Mm
2: -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what
0: I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I was like, so that's why I asked the question because um, I don't know, I
2: don't
0: know. Yeah,
1: that 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 I've actually met women like the one you just described.
0: Okay, okay. Especially being that we you've come from a relationship where you kind of had to keep things afloat, and I know going forward you wouldn't want that same situation because I know I wouldn't want it either. But like you, I'm not looking to be married either. Um, I don't. I so it's just and and I and I have a whole lot more grieving and stuff to do, you know, to go. And I know mm-hmm. you're past what I'm probably going through right now. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just something to think about um, mm-hmm. when you hear that. And also, you know, the age thing, too, is a lot of things we put up with because we met whoever, our, our husbands, when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And now that we're older and wiser, we kind of know a little bit more of what would make us happy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly yeah and so, in that regard, you don't settle for anything that's right, yeah, okay, so that's why I asked that question, yeah, okay. so, but you're leaving it up to God. you're saying whatever God has in store,
1: exactly, totally, yeah.
0: amen, all right, and so what what is next for you?
1: uh, what is next for me? Well, I'm a grandmother now, mhm that that came really quick. Uh, and so I, I'm I'm enjoying my grandchildren right now, and really looking forward to uh, uh, talking more about the financial literacy and educating uh, families and women. uh um,
2: yeah.
1: and just so tell exposing. me
2: a little,
0: tell me a little bit more because when I last saw you, you were sharing kind of your vision of what you were looking at about speaking to women. So kind of go into that.
1: Well, um. A few things I want—I want women to know that they can make it, and yeah. uh, that if God left you here, in an event that you met, you lost your husband through death, death, or through a divorce, you can make it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can make it, and I want—I want women to know that you—that they haven't lost their power. That is just something new that God is God, God is doing a new thing
2: in them
1: and And in doing that, take care of yourself
2: yeah take yeah. take
1: care of yourself and um know that you haven't come this far, that god hasn't that he's you know that you that he's left you out here in the wilderness when you have to look at it like this, when you have completed a class, you get a graduation certificate or you move on to the next. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. But
1: if you don't complete that class when you're going through, you will continue to repeat it. It may not be with that person.
2: Right. It
1: may be with someone else. They look totally different than the person before. But you left that class too soon because for whatever reason, you had it. Right. But you end up in another class that's the same class as before with a different teacher.
2: Yeah.
1: So I want women to know that when you're going through, stay the course and go through.
2: Yeah. Don't
1: skip out. You know, don't tip out. Go through. And I believe when God allowed my husband to go that I was done with that class. Right.
2: Right. So
1: I want, I want women to know that. I also want women to know to make sure that you can now do some things for yourself that you couldn't do before. Right. And there is no fear. Right. No fear but fear itself. So it should be this right here you need to girt yourself up and, and, and put whatever God has given you and the wisdom that he has put down in you And step out on faith and do what he is calling you to do. And I believe that God is calling me to step out and speak and teach more women the power behind no. And no is a powerful word, and it is okay to move forward. And doing that, taking care of their wallet. Taking care of their wallet. When you're good to your wallet, your wallet is going to be good to you.
0: Now, do they have to be making a whole lot of money for them to be taking care of their wallet, as you say? Oh no, no. It, the
1: The main thing is is um, the main thing is is being committed to doing it. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you're committed to putting something away and knowing which vehicle that it need, it's not your eggs don't have to be spread all over. Right. You know, you spread all over, you spread it too thin. But you make a commitment to yourself that you're going to do something that you haven't done for yourself. I'm 50 years old now. I'm not I'm still a baby. You still a baby. Child, I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you still a baby. And and with that being said, it's not too late.
2: Yeah.
1: So, but we know as being babies, things happen to these 50 and 60 year old babies so yeah. we experience heart attacks we experience yeah. strokes we experience yeah. all kind of things that go on in the body and yeah. nine times out of ten all of that that you have worked for you're not going to find on your job that they're going to take care of a situation where you could stay at home such as long-term care
2: right
1: you can't stay where you, you have to exhaust all of your funds uh, and then in order for you to be accepted in Medi-Cal or Medicare. There right. are things that you can do now while you are in your best health,
2: right. and
1: that is putting, putting your money away tax-free. Yeah. Uncle Sam is not your uncle. Mm-mm. Putting your money away, ta- growing your retirement tax-free, there's a vehicle for that. There's a vehicle for you to uh put for your long-term care benefits in the event you should have a long-term care an episode. Yeah. And you can't work. You yeah. can be paid to be at home while you recover. Right. And then at the end of the day, then what's left over, your family is accessible to. Right.
2: Right. A lot
1: of people don't know that a will is not worth the the weight that is the paper that is written on. You need a yeah. trust. Yeah. You need and why, a
2: you, you, Why is that?
1: Uh, because a tr- you you go to a lawyer and a lawyer would tell you, yeah, he would gladly write a will for you. But you're talking about tax laws. Your 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 things being held uh, being tied up in court eighteen months.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and then your family being taxed on your estate
2: right,
1: opposed to, having a, opposed to having a trust. A trust is nothing but an empty suitcase until you put something in it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I say that to all women right now, if you're going to get anything, make sure you have a trust. And it's mm-hmm. when you start putting what you want to happen in that trust. And you're not, right. and you're not, um, and it's not being taxed,
2: right. you know?
1: So there's a lot of things you could do now that you probably couldn't do if you're in a situation such as myself or Sandra, you know, it's a lot of things that you could do now because you done freed your mind now.
2: Right.
1: So open right. your mind to the, to the possibilities of really taking care of self. Right. And taking right. care of, and taking care of stuff, you're on your second leg right now, mm-hmm. you know? So how do you really want to finish this race?
2: Right, right, right.
0: And so I'll ask you the question, how do you really want to finish the race?
1: I'm gonna, how I'm going to finish this race? Oh, there mm-hmm. will be a legacy for me, and they will continue to talk about me years and years after I complete this on this side of earth. All right. Because God has given me the opportunity, He gave me an opportunity at forty-seven years old. You know, sometimes we don't understand, Lord, why you, why am I struggling? Why, why me, Lord? Why me? Yeah. He says, "Because I chose you, because I know you will finish it."
2: Yeah,
1: I yeah. know you will finish it. So that, as far as me, my family, the legacy that's going to be left for them, and it's not necessarily material-wise right. or money-wise, but it's like a tree. It's like a seed that's been started and that's been watered. And I want my family to still be able to pick the fruits from that tree, and when they pick picking them fruits, that they still remember Charlie. Right. You know, in that fruit. And it was because of Charlie that these things were I don't want no deer it's no dare tree not if there's nothing left, how do you expect your family how what's the you are the one that's gonna make it possible for your family to still yeah. live. Yeah. With the yeah. wisdom that you share and the legacy and the things that you're gonna leave these are tangible things that they could put their hands on.
2: Right.
0: You, now, can, you hear Go ahead. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but tell me this. Is, is, the, is your thought plan, is, is your plan different when you have younger kids than when you have adult children?
1: Um, I think for those that have younger children, you got a better race than I did because my children are adults now. Right. You know, And you have an opportunity to start that seed a lot sooner. To and that's,
0: that and that's, that's ideal. That's what they should be doing, correct?
1: Exactly.
0: exactly. And should they be having the trust in place at a young age as well?
1: Oh, yes. yes. They should have the tr- You know, when someone gives you the opportunity and speak wisdom into your life, however yeah. old you are, if you're 15 yeah. to 55, 65, whatever, however old you are and you get it, it is your responsibility what you're going to do with it.
2: Yeah. And
1: it was on purpose when you got it. When you received it, that was all a part of God's plan. That was in the fabric.
2: Yeah, yeah. Remember,
1: God God works on timing. He's never yeah. too late.
0: No, never. Amen. Amen. So, the only thing is with young families, they tend to you know be um, on tighter budgets and you know m- more reluctant to put out m- more money on something that they don't see it will be an issue for them until down the road. What do you say to those people
1: um the The, the beauty of being a young person is that the earlier you started, the most cost effective it is for you. Yeah. That's the disadvantage of being someone that's fifty. You get yeah. a you get a a whole head start. You get a you get a lot you get a head start a lot sooner than some and, and you was gifted with the information at twenty, yeah. Yeah. or thirty, you know what I'm even forty. You know, yeah. you still have the you still have the opportunity a lot more than someone that's a lot later in years than a younger person. But if they're wise and if they know that this is genuine and and they can receive that this is rich. I'm receiving something and this is rich. And I gotta yes. and, and, and I gotta do something with it. If they receive it like that, oh my goodness. Sky is the yes. limit for them. But if yes. they don't, it'll, it'll it'll come around again but it'll be remembered as someone told me that twenty five years ago.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't know. It's just, but like you say, timing is everything too. Mm-hmm. Would you have received it twenty five years ago? You know what I
1: mean? You know what? I think it was I had it was an older lady that I had met uh twenty five years ago and she was the one who told me about uh having my own savings account. Right. And no one had no one had ever told me that before.
2: Oh, okay. And yeah. that you
1: should you okay. should always have your own little Wait. cookie jar. Yeah, you should always have your
0: little own little nest egg. And so this
1: goes along with that. That's a good point. Yeah. Exactly, yes. That's but a the good... only thing the only thing is, it would have been better had I and, I, and I did have my own little cookie jar, but uh-huh. it would have really been better if I would have known that if I was putting it in something that I knew one day that I was really, I was going to cash that check, and that's right. what I tell young women right now. You have to, you have to pay yourself first, because yeah. one day, one day, you're going to cash that check. And yeah. no matter what no matter no matter how good, how bad times get, you got to remember that this is a check that I will cash one day right, right,
2: and like you
0: say, it could be death, it could be a separation, it could be a divorce, it
2: uh-huh. could be anything,
0: or it could be just a woman by herself who has lost a job uh anything anything traumatic that can. Affect your financial
1: uh, stability. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She owes owes herself that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. It's just so much, too. I just think that people get so caught up in living life trying to be happy that they just put those (laughs) things on the back burner. You know what I mean? It's just so life. That so much just goes on in life uh, that you just don't think that your that you're significant other will just up and die, you know? Um, right. And, and, or, you know, it could be an accident. More and more people are on the road, you know, commuting. It could be a car accident. Right. Uh, I, I know over the years of commuting, how many accidents I've seen where it ended up in a fatality. And my thought process was Somebody is at home waiting for that person. You know what I
1: exactly. mean? Exactly.
0: waiting. And so we just never know. Life has a way of um, just, you just, you can't predict it. And so instead of trying to bet on life, thinking that you're going to be together forever, why don't you just make sure in the event that something happens that you have something to fall back on? That, that's, what, that's what that's all about. Exactly. Having to fall back on. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. So um, tell us, who who is it that you're working for, what company that you're working for now? And uh, give us your um, website information and anything else you have where they can contact you.
1: Well, I have um, <clears throat> my uh, – I'm working with several companies. Mm-hmm but um, I'm working with a company that has that really mirrored the crusade that I'm on uh-huh. and it's premier financial alliance.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And, um, and, I, and, and let me say this. I worked for several companies,
2: uh-huh.
1: worked with several companies, and every Every one of those companies have their own agenda, and no one really heard what I was trying to say. I want to say to women out there, if you're doing anything and it's totally strictly for the money because someone told you that you was going to make a lot of money at it, <clears throat> you can quit now because when you start running for money, God is not in it right. God is not in it. That's a treadmill. That you're gonna have to keep plugged in yourself and when the bottom falls out, that treadmill will break.
2: Yeah. But
1: when you are running on purpose, right. when you're running on purpose, God will align you with the right people who you need to be connected with to continue the crusade that He has you on.
2: Right.
1: With that right. being said, I have worked for it with several companies. And they all had their own agenda, what they wanted me to do. They heard my story,
2: right? They
1: liked my story, but it was like push that story aside. And I want you, and, and great story, you know, it's good that you, you know, you want to be with a company that that does, you know, that can support what you want to do. But they don't want to hear your story,
2: right? They just want they the money. Want, they Fine.
1: just want. Uh-huh, they want the money. They want the accolades and everything that goes with that, the bells and whistles. That's fine and dandy for a minute. But then you still, God still wake you up with you're still not where I'm trying to take you. Right. So I joined the company, Premier Financial Alliance, and they mirrored my crusade. Right. And it was to help families. It's geared towards helping families. It's geared towards helping families, uh, especially with this new president that we have coming in office right now. Listen, uh, we
0: don't know where we're going to end up for sure.
1: Exactly. So this is the time. If you're going to run, you know, run with a purpose and make sure that the team that you're running with, everybody is on board. Everybody knows, you know, their position. And, You're running, you're just running in purpose. So I just feel like I'm with a team right now that has my back and the crusade that we're on, it really speaks to, I could say what I'm saying to you right now, you know, and especially for women that are in my age group right now, because these are things that we worry about or we think about,
2: you know, uh,
1: And I don't want women to have to come to a a time in their life where they can't get up out of bed. Right. And that's all, you know, and they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So I know that I'm on purpose. I know that I'm on purpose and I know that I'm on time and I know that I'm running with the right crusade. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't experience all of those things that I experienced and particularly it all had to do with money right it all had to do with money it was either i was running for money i was always running for money and it was still and, and it wasn't like money was running towards me run, money was running away from me because yeah. i the 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 further it ran the harder i had to run
2: after
1: yeah. yeah. it yeah and then when when my husband passed away and the treadmill broke there was no money yeah so i think financial literacy have been chasing me for a long time but I hadn't I didn't recognize it yeah. until you know until four years ago. So I right. have it fell off of I, I I'm very sensitive right now to when God is speaking to me and what it is that I need to do because if I don't I, I in my prayer I'm I just wanna make sure that I'm uh, I'm glorifying him in it all. Yeah. You know and and even though I still have my struggles, I still haven't made it over the hump, but yeah. because I'm running different, I'm not afraid.
2: Right. Amen. I, mean, I, I,
1: I, I don't nearly have the things that I had before, but it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't want women to, the wrecking ball effect, not everybody can handle my wrecking ball effect.
0: Yeah, I know, because you
1: went through. I know. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. And so I, I want I want to protect women. You have an opportunity because you're listening to me right now. Yeah. You have an opportunity because you know a catastrophic event is going to hit your house. And that's, that's not, not a promise. Fact. That's just a fact. Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: You know, true. but how do you want to recover when that catastrophic event hits your home? How do you want your wrecking ball? How do you want to recover? Right. And can you recover? Because a lot of times when that ball hits your house because everybody has a breaking point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if you're
1: not and if you're and if you're not prepared for it, the out of the blue. You yeah. know yeah. It can knock you out completely. Yeah.
0: Well, we got two more minutes, and I just want to just say I want to thank you, and I just I'm so proud of what you're doing because I know what your struggles were, but like I said before, I know that God is bringing you out of them, and Mm -hmm. you are such an inspiration not just to me but to a lot of of women. Um, You just have that gift, and so I'm praying that God will continue to bless you and your ministry so that you can get your message out to women to let them know that they do need to take care of themselves and that they do need to be prepared for Mm -hmm. the what if, Uh, even though we never want to think about it. But it is, like you say, the wrecking ball is coming to your house at some point in your life. And so we ought to be prepared for it. So again, I just want to thank my guests. Uh, Did you have any final words before I close out?
1: I just want to thank you for allowing me to come on and, and be able to share my message, get, you yeah. know, and, and I thank you for having a platform, you know, uh, because I remembered you said that you, ha- you, you had the, the radio talk show, and, and, and I was just like, you know, wow, this is a great opportunity, and I just really appreciate you being a genuine woman like you and a God-led woman. You yeah. know, and allowing people like me, you know, the little person, you know, that oh, people overlook sometimes. Yeah. You know, and giving us a platform to be able to come on and share our testimony and hope that, you know, if I touch one. Yeah. If then I you touch one, up. yeah, yes, I, when I go to bed tonight I know that, you know, I was I was led in in it was all um, God it was you know it was it was God God was behind it all.
2: Yeah.
0: Amen. I totally agree. And I just wanted to say thank you for lunch cuz that was you don't know how I was feeling and that lunch made me feel so much better. It was so get it was so good to get back in touch with you. And uh, so I hope to see you again soon. But okay. um uh, I just want to say okay. I just yeah. wanted to say thank you so much and have a great evening. But this is Sandra Keys, and I'm going to be closing out now with Keys to the Kingdom on t25cl.com. Your all-encompassing entertainment station. We have great music on our 24/7 radio station. Music, all types of music on the same platform: reggae, gospel, R&B, uh, classical. It's all there on one platform. Check us out at your desk. Turn us on and listen to it. As, as, listen to us. On your job. Also, we have uh, great uh, independent movies and great independent music uh, from some great artists. So go on T25CL and check us out. We're also uh, in the process of uh, releasing, hopefully globally, shortly, crossing our fingers, uh, the movie United We Stand. Uh, so please check out that trailer on uh, T25CL. Again, this is Sandra Key. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you on next week. Thank you, and good night.